All righty, can everyone see my screen? Yep. Alrighty. So um, today we're going to talk about Fort Density Light, how it's affecting us, and how to use it. So I was originally going to present on something totally different um, today. And then during our Catalyst Circle the other week, this the idea for this presentation kind of popped up on my mind. And I felt like it was something that the creator wanted me to share with everybody. Because we all know that we're transitioning into Fort Density. Earth is a Fort Density planet. But we don't necessarily know how that may affect us individually or even globally. So we're going to get into that. So we're going to talk about exactly what exactly Fort Density Light is. We're going to talk about how it's affecting us on the global scale, how it's uh, affecting us individually um, from the cellular level all the way to our mental and spiritual level. And then we're going to look at how to consciously utilize this fourth density light that is currently coming in. <laughs> Excuse me. So what exactly is this fourth density light? Um, so in case y'all didn't know, Earth is now a fourth density planet and it's currently transitioning into fourth density. Okay, our solar system, Raw says, is moving into an area of the galaxy that has enabled this planetary sphere to spiral into space-time of a different vibrational configuration. So for those of us who know astronomy, we know that we orbit our sun and our sun orbits the center of our galaxy. And so what right now what's happening is our solar system has moved into a physical area of the galaxy that has allowed for um, Earth's fourth density to become active, to pretty much enter a new era um, for Earth's vibrational configuration and to be activated and to be stepped up for fourth density light. And so there is a new energy grid around the Earth that can be seen to be a pattern of energy nexi which surround the planet like a net, a net that is made of fourth density light. Okay, and so because of this net, there is an influx of instruments from various cosmic sources. And these instruments are coming from distant stars, distant galaxies, planets, and other higher forms of intelligence. And they are all sending, <clears throat> they are all sending this higher frequency of energy and of light. And what's happening is the Earth is catching and collecting this um, enhanced light. And then that light is then entering into our own energy field and is affecting all of us in different ways, which we'll look at later. In the transition of your planet into the fourth density of love and understanding, there are ways of cosmic streamings engulfing your planet in a rhythmic fashion so that there is never a portion of this time that is without a certain kind of vibration of energy that acts upon various individuals in certain ways. And so currently this fourth density light is interpenetrating third density. We still, of course, have our th third density light, but we now have fourth density light being overlaid on top of that. And so the characteristics of this fourth density light is um, this fourth density light is more loaded with information and carries more love and compassion. It carries more understanding, more truth, as well as more clarity. All righty. So how exactly is this fourth density light affecting us? We know what's going on um, on the metaphysical and kind of cosmic level, but how is this affecting us individually as well as globally? So if you're like me, you may ask yourself this 50 times a week, what in the hell is going on in this world? And why is everyone so sensitive now? Well, the Confederation gives us an exact answer for that. <clears throat> they say, those third density entities who now walk the planet are more and more sensitive because they do not have the support of third density light, which hides most of the truth. Rather, they have fourth density light interpenetrating their third density understanding of their world, creating an environment where it seems and indeed is happening that wave after wave of truth and light and understanding is washing over this planet. And we're seeing this in all types of ways. 
One of those ways that the fourth density light is affecting us on a global scale is we're seeing a lot of need for change. We're seeing an increase in social change and justice. People, not just in this country, but everywhere, are wanting equality, they're wanting justice, they're wanting, you know, decisions for themselves. And all of these things, all fourth density qualities that people all across the globe are trying to help usher in. Um, now more than ever, we're seeing governments be held accountable. We're seeing leaders be held accountable and questioning, kind of put more in the spotlight. And it's not like these things were happening before. It's just that now it's happening more than ever. Because like I said, this four density light is coming in and it's shining its light on all of the kind of ugly parts of our society that we kind of, you know, ignored or kept hidden. And all of that's coming to the surface now and is going to be challenged. Um, old systems and ways of living or thinking are becoming less acceptable or challenged. A few examples will be, you know, work cultural, social intolerance, et cetera. A lot of outdated ways of life or thinking, you know, a lot of these things are not in conjunction or not in harmony with four density light or four density vibrations. So a lot of these things, like I said, a lot of the old systems or the way, the old ways that we used to think are going to come to light and they're going to be challenged and eventually they will topple. And so the negative polarity, we learned from Quo that the negative polarity, uh, whether there's service to self and incarnation physically on earth, the inner planes or beyond, they are very, very well aware of what's going on. They're aware that their time is running out and that earth is a positive fourth density planet. And it's just a matter of time before this positive fourth density completely becomes our reality and the third density is no more. And so we're going to see a lot, we're already seeing it, but we're going to see a lot more increase in negativity because Quo says what the negative polarity is doing is they're trying to pull out all, of, all out, trying to pull out all of the stops to try and maintain their grasp and their control on our world and our society. Like I said, they know their time is up. So they're pulling out all the stops and doing everything they can right now to try and keep their grasp. But eventually it'll slip out of their hands. Uh, another interesting thing that's affecting everyone globally is an increase in tiredness or heavier energies. I don't know about y'all, but definitely I've been feeling a lot more tired lately. Um, some of that could just be purely physical, but there is some of that is being affected by fourth density light. Quote says, so yes, there is a, every reason to feel more tired than usual to be wary with the world's heavy energies. So what's happening is um, this fourth density light is coming in. Like I said, a lot of people are being challenged and that's creating heavier energies. So as a whole, we are kind of all feeling that. And so if you have an increase in tiredness, all of a sudden you're like, man, why am I so tired? Um, this could be why. How it's affecting us on a global collective spiritually. So this is the time of harvest. And so we are, there is a shift in global consciousness. We are leaving behind the third density way of thinking, uh, you know, me versus uh, you, me, 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 all about me, you know, we're separate, uh, my own benefit, and we're moving into a more unity mindset and more unity consciousness. Um, Quo says, though there are many differences in perspective among the many various factions, we find that the awareness of the need and desire to build common ground is also stronger than ever upon your planet. So what's also happening right now is a lot of people are coming to have the realization or are, are coming to the realization, even if it's subconsciously, that there is a change happening and that we all do need to start, you know, sticking together, banding together and kind of moving into that unit of consciousness. Um, a lot of people across the world are accepting this for a delight and there's also a lot of rejection of it. Um, the majority of our population is stuck, what's called the sinkhole of indifference. And what that is, is at the time of harvest, these are the people who have chosen neither to serve the self or others. And so these people are, you know, being hit with this for density light, but they're not integrating it and taking it in and they're not allowing it to system in their harvest. 
Um, and so a lot of people are going to be stuck in that sinkhole of indifference. And when they die, would not have graduated to fourth density and will have to repeat their density um, elsewhere. So how is it affecting us individually? So on a cellular level, under the influence of this light, at the cellular level, your genetic structure is being offered the opportunity to become more organized. At this time, each of you is capable of creating new strands of DNA, which allow a far more open door between the contents of the conscious mind and the treasures of the, con of the subconscious mind. These cells are being enhanced in a manner which allows a greater experience of the density of love and understanding, which is now beckoning and shall shortly be that predominant experience of this illusion. So what's happening to us right now on the cellular level is as the sport density light is hitting us and affecting us, our DNA is pretty much being upgraded. And for those of us who are conscious seekers, we can consciously, we now have the ability to consciously alter our DNA to help us um, aid in the sport density light and to help us better integrate it. How is this affecting us on an individual level? So a lot of the fourth density light is causing internal, internal disharmony, and I'm sure all of us here are dealing with this on some level as well as everyone across the planet. Quo says, now, the problem with the waning of third density light and the rising and dawning of fourth density light is that the resulting light that is experienced carries more truth, and that which a century ago could perhaps be ignored within the self can no longer be ignored. Fourth density light carries more truth than third density light. It carries more truth than third, than third density light can use comfortably. So we use the, um, we see the word truth here used a lot. And what Quo is trying to say is that this fourth density light, Ra tells us that in the fourth density, there is no internal disharmony at all. In fourth density, fourth density entities are at odds with each other. There's no internal conflict, no internal disharmony. So as Earth is transitioning and this fourth density light is coming upon us, a lot of, um, our internal problems, a lot of the things that are within us that we have either put off or don't want to deal with are starting to come up to the surface. And we're now being forced to face those truths, because like I said, in the fourth density, there is no internal disharmony. And so we are now, like I said, being faced to force ourselves. And this is causing a lot of internal friction for a lot of people. And it's causing a lot of uncomfort. And this is manifesting in different ways that we'll look at um, a little bit later. One of the biggest things has to do with self-acceptance, you know, service to others. Um, the fourth density is the density of love, not only for others, but also for ourselves. And uh, I know myself and a lot of people struggle with self-acceptance and wholly loving yourself. And so this fourth density light that's coming onto us is, like I said, forcing us and um, causing us to finally look at ourselves and to help us push to accepting and loving ourselves. Um, can anyone here tell me what the law of mirrors is? It's not mentioned in the raw contact, but it's kind of one of those general laws like the law of attraction. Does anybody have an idea? All right. So pretty much what the law of mirrors tells us is that any quality or anything that we see in others that gets a reaction out of us, there is something about that person or that observation that exists within us pretty much our outside worlds are a reflection of our inner worlds and so quo says all of those things which you have not integrated into your daylight personality and have left in the shadows unseen unacknowledged and unredeemed show themselves to you in the actions and words of other people and they hurt you because you have not worked with yourself to bring that shadow self into your heart and to redeem it with your love respect and understanding 
So pretty much the things that, you know, we haven't dealt with within ourselves or the things that we refuse to deal with within ourselves. Now, more than ever, we're starting to see that reflected to us in other people, whether that's colleagues or family members or complete strangers. Uh, we're now seeing, like I said, those inner shadows, those inner things that we may not necessarily be proud of that we need to balance, but that we're kind of running from. Those things are being now shown to us and reflected to us more now more than ever um an example i can give is i have a problem with procrastination i'm a master procrastinator put it off put it off and put it off it's something i know i need to work on i even procrastinate on working on procrastination um and so i had a co-worker who i noticed he procrastinated when it came to work and he would put off tasks and tasks and it kind of irritated me a little bit i was like dude why do you keep you know, procrastinating, sometimes you procrastinate yourself into a corner, you put things off and off and off until it's too late. Uh, you know, so I was a little frustrated. And I was irritated. I was like, why would he do that? And then it dawned on me. I'm like, oh, I'm having that reaction. I'm feeling this way because I haven't dealt with the procrastination in myself. So because I haven't dealt with that issue within myself, this fourth density light is amplifying that and reflecting it back to me. So like, hey, this is something you need to balance. Remember, there's no internal disharmony in fourth density. So um, these things are reflected back out to us. And so it, other people's actions are affecting us more and more. These things, like I said, have been going on, but now that we're transitioning into fourth density light, these things are definitely intensifying and you may start to see it more and more every day. So fourth density is the density of love, but it is also called the density of understanding. What is happening to entities now is that that which is in their thoughts and in their unexamined assumptions is being mirrored out to them in everyday life for them to see clearly. Um, so there's rejection of this fourth density light and this manifests in different ways. And so one of the ways this rejection of fourth density light manifests is the reverting back to our lower chakras. Ra tells us, however, the influences of the true color green acting upon the other ray entities have caused many entities to revert to the consideration of self rather than the stepping forward into consideration of other self or green ray. This may not be seen to be of a negatively polarized nature. Those reverting to orange ray are those who feel the vibrations of true color green and therefore respond by rejecting governmental and societal activities as such and seek once more the self. So what Ra here is saying pretty much is there are a lot of people across the globe right now that are feeling and receiving this fourth density light, but they are rejecting it. They're kind of shying away from it by turning their focus back to themselves and to their lower chakras. So instead of moving forward into their heart chakra and opening the heart to the collective, to the unitive, a lot of people are kind of regressing or reverting back to themselves. And so their worldview is shrinking and their focus is going back to themselves and their immediate family or tribe. And so what that do is that causes more fear and polarization because when you isolate yourself, um, that intensifies the illusion of separation. And so, however, there is potential in this catalyst. So for the person who is kind of going through this reverting back, you know, oh, this four density light is too much. Let me go back. If they can realize that it is catalyst for the incoming fourth density, um, the quote says that through such a reversion, the individual may experience somewhat of a death and rebirth as the catalyst generated by this reversion becomes increasingly harsh and chips away at the individual that experiences the reversion. Um, another way that there is rejection of this fourth density light is that there are people that are completely closed off to these uh, fourth density industry meetings. And I would say that they're probably the ones having some of the hardest time with adjusting 
to the new reality that you know is being birthed right now and so because of this they must the their processing of catalyst must intensify quote says here that they must be able to more efficiently process the catalyst from their daily round of activities realizing it is enhanced in its nature and requires a greater effort upon their part in order to process it or the greater energies of love and understanding that are entering their being will, be, will begin to burn out the energy receptors and ability to respond. This then leads to the increase of what you would call the disease or distortions of the mental and physical vehicles that are representations of the entity's inability in some fashion to welcome and enjoy and utilize these energies to process the catalyst of the daily round of, of activities. So we are seeing a lot of more um, mental, you know, mental health, mental issues. There's been an uptick in anxiety and depression, as well as physical ailments. A lot of these things are the physical result of people's rejection to this fourth density light. So like I said, you know, earlier, this fourth density light carries a lot more truth. It is uncomfortable and a lot of people can't handle that. A lot of people are shying away from it. And so the, the continual rejection of this fourth density light is eventually leading to their energy bodies being burnt out by this new light and um, physical and mental ailments manifesting. One of the perks of this fourth density light is the clarity and catalyst. Quote says, and, and it is those fourth density energies that create the feeling of the clarity of the catalyst that you are experiencing now. It may not seem that it is a great advantage to be so aware of catalyst and so able to see through it, and yet you may count it as a great resource. So with fourth density light comes the thing, the thinning of the veil. We know that the veil is a third density phenomenon only. And so as fourth density starts to usher in more and more, the veil that exists between our conscious and subconscious mind will start to thin more and more as well. And so this is causing for a lot of us a more clarity and catalyst. A lot of us are seeing um, breakthroughs. A lot of us are like, oh, like I, I now I understand what this all this for in the bigger scheme. I'm now starting to see through this catalyst. You know, catalyst may start to seem less and less random and more intentional. And like I said, you may be able to see through that. Like, oh, you know, it may take meditation or contemplation. You may not come at first, but sometimes um, eventually you may gain greater clarity within your catalyst. And this fourth density light is enhancing that and allowing us to be able to do so. For the person who is unawakened, um, this fourth density light is throwing them into a disarray. So they're kind of like and throwing into a whirlwind. They're like, what is going on? These people, these are the people that are completely oblivious to what's going on and are also closed off to these fourth density instruments. Quote says, so insofar as you, a third density entity, are unawakened, you will simply find life getting harder. It seems that more extremes are taking place. You are not feeling as well. You lose more jobs. Whatever it is that you are working on in this life, there become problems with it that seems harder than they used to be. This is because you are not protected from your truth as you once were. Like I said, you know, this word truth comes up a lot. We are no longer protected. We can no longer hide behind our facades and things like we could because of this fourth density light. And so hiding from it, running from it is throwing a lot of people into disarray. You, you know, even you or you may know somebody that's like, what is going on in my life? I just feel like I just can't get my head above water. And this fourth density light is affected, could be affecting that. For those of us who are uh, awakening and are spiritually conscious and are consciously working on our evolution, um, this fourth density light is greatly aiding us in that is also pushing us 
um, further along on our path. Quote says they no longer have so much of a cushion of easy untruth because if they are awakened spiritually, there are forces within them that have determined and intended to challenge those unspoken assumptions which are not serving the greater good. So like many of us, you know, we're all conscious seekers. And so we all have a lot of inner biases and prejudices and those things are coming to the surface. And because we, you know, we want to move forward into our green way, uh, our green ray heart and opening um, the chakra, the fourth density light is pushing and is aiding in that. Uh, a lot of it is uncomfortable. Um, a lot of it you know, is going to push us into situations and things that, you know, we may not necessarily, we may not think that we're ready for, or we may not. They feel uncomfortable, but it's nothing but this fourth density light aiding us and pushing us further along um, in our own personal evolution. And how is this fourth density light affecting us on the environmental level? So fourth density light, fourth density is a completely different vibrational spectrum than this third density. So what's happening now, the photons that make up everything in our environment from the dust to the shirt, everything, um, the increase of vibration I'm sorry, the vibration is increasing. And so that is changing our environment. Our environment is slowly, 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 but surely starting to become more and more for density. And so with that comes for density capabilities, um, such as healing. Um, we're seeing a lot, you know, healing is starting to take place sometimes easier now and a lot more quicker than what it used to be. Um, consciousness has a much more uh, has a much more profound and faster effect on material phenomenon in fourth density than it does in third density. And we're also seeing an uh, increase in telepathy. I don't know about y'all, but now uh, it seems like every week now more and more and more, um, I could be thinking something and somebody in the room or a friend could still the exact words right out of my mouth or vice versa. Or, you know, you could be thinking about something and then something completely out of left field pops up in your head. Somebody you haven't even thought of in five years, you know, pops into your head and all of a sudden they hit you, you know, they text you. Um, like I said, these things have been happening, but they're going to, so you're going to start to see an increase of that more and more now that we're going into the fourth density because in the fourth density, everything is open. Um, everyone's thoughts are open to each other, telepathy, all of that good stuff is a lot more easier. So we're going to start to see those changes within our own personal lives. Uh, our impact of uh, the impact of thought and manifestation. Quo says, and as fourth density removes the veil and clarifies the nature of the self in relationship to their thoughts and the thoughts of all other selves, then it becomes much clearer how thoughts manifest reality or how reality which emerges is expressed and reflected in thought. And as your third density light wanes, and so the fourth density light increases, the loop between that which seems to exist only on the level of thought and that which manifests within the individual or the collective body, or indeed the planet itself becomes shorter. The progression accelerates, thoughts today are reality tomorrow, and so forth. And so what Quo is pretty much saying here is that all thoughts, all thoughts are things and our thoughts are affecting our reality. Because of this fourth density light, our thoughts are going to have a more profound and more quicker effect on reality. Um, I've noticed it, even within my own life, a lot, a lot of things manifesting quickly. Um, you know, maybe in the past, we may have taken months, years, but now, you know, if you hold something in your mind strong enough, these things are starting to manifest in the physical realm a little more quickly than what they used to. And that, like I said, is because we're entering into a fourth density environment in which thoughts are become tangible things. And so now how do we use this green, uh, how do we use this for density? Like, how do we integrate it into our own lives so that, you know, we're not being burnt out or we're not being completely closed off to it and we can use it to aid us and to help us? 
Quote says, we ask you to be compassionate both upon yourself and upon those upon you at this time. Spiritually speaking, this is not a time that offers the easy, the comfortable, the pretty ways of experiencing your sacred nature. So pretty much what Corey is saying here, these are hard time, hard times that everybody on this planet has experienced and to have a little bit of compassion and grace with yourself. So a one a recommendation from quote is that of nature. For that world in which you find yourself, that gift of first and second density overflows with beauty and comfort, and all within the natural world is in a state of love for you. Indeed, the world which is more than human lies all about you as a vast and largely untapped resource for those who wish to regain their balance and to lessen their distortions. We greatly recommend immersion in this world of nature. And so what Corey is saying here is that first and second density, they don't have the veil. So they're very aware of the unity and the love of the creator. And they vibrate in this and they kind of radiate this. So Quo recommends, you know, for density light, you know, it can get hard. So to go out, go out into nature to kind of soak in and appreciate the love that first and second density has to offer. And that can help us kind of bring us back into balance that for density can throw us off of. We have our guidance system. Another resource for those who wish to increase the stability within this challenging psychic atmosphere is the help and consolation of the guidance system that you have about you. So each and every single one of us always has companions. We all always have guides there that are just standing by us, ready for us to ask for help. And so we have our higher self. All of us have, has our higher selves. All we have to do is ask our higher self for help and our higher self will answer uh, we have angels, no matter the class, we have angels that are all around ready to help us and to lend and beam their love and light to us and to help us bring us into balance. Um, I know personally, sometimes I'll ask time, space entities of positive nature to, you know, send forth love and light to help me, you know, balance myself within my energy, within my mental. And that help is offered. And for those of us who are wanderers, we also have the help of our social memory complex. Quote says, all of these loving and caring allies are as close to you as your next thought. And it is the wise seeker who disciplines himself to turn in thought to thanksgiving for this help and to the asking of it. For it is truly said that it is to those who ask that response is given. Therefore, into the silence, my friend, and ask. So, you know, this four density, the transition is tough. Like I said, it's uncomfortable, but we do have a lot of unseen help that literally is just waiting for us, just waiting for us to ask. And that's all we have to do balancing quote says what we generally recommend to entities is that when something within their environment disturbs them they take that within their heart and find that energy within themselves and then they heal it within themselves they come to understand it to experience it without judging it and to ask it for the light within them and so one way to help kind of cope with the our changing times is a processing of catalyst and using the balancing exercise, which is, you know, reliving all of the emotional, uh, reliving all of the thoughts, emotions and reactions that you had initially and then conjuring up the complete opposite and then finding the neutrality and balance between those two. Also, we have um, opening ourselves up to this fourth density light. If you're open to such acceleration of these instrumenting energies, you may be able to focus your own attention upon each portion of your daily experience in a manner which allows you to imbue what you do and what you and who you seek and with whom you interact with loving vibrations of your heart energies. So what Cora's saying here is that those of us who are conscious of this fourth density light, we can actively imbue and we can use it in our everyday activities. 
And one example they gave of this manifesting is, you know, you may meet someone and you start having really in-depth conversation, maybe by your aspirations or the universe or even the law of one. Um, that's just one example of this love of our daily round of activities being imbued with this love, uh, consciously use, utilizing this energy. So, you know, if you know what's going on in the transition, you meet a stranger on the street. Okay, cool. And let me consciously use this fourth density light. Um, integrate into my being and then use it to be of service to help open my heart to the stranger. And finally, but not last, the last thing that the Confederation always, always, always recommends is meditate, 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 enter the silence, enter the deep, drop your ego, all of, you know, your noisy mind. And when you do that, you come intact with the creator and that will help bring us into balance and help us cope with this fourth density light. And that was all I had. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> I thought that was really, really good, Demarcus. Thank you so much. Loved it. Thank you. Uh, this is pretty quick. So, I mean, we have time for questions, discussion, all of that good stuff. Oh, um, <clears throat> I thought I was not muted. This was amazing. Great job. Thank you. Uh, and it'll be one that on the podcast, people can go and re-listen because it was a lot of great information. I'd like to offer just a couple of um, reflections that I had here as you were talking. The, um, the orange ray, Ross says that our collective humanity is basically a yellow dent it's a yellow we are in the yellow ray which is third density but it, there's an orange ray overlay and that's what you were talking about demarcus when um we are not able to integrate the truth and the way i understand truth from the law of one is really honesty it, we, we're not able to handle the honesty inside ourselves um, but the disintegrated places. And so we project and scapegoat onto other people, as you said, the mirrors, law of mirrors. And uh, that creates a blockage in our lower chakras. And Ra is basically pointing and saying where that blockage is precisely is in the orange ray. And because that blockage is there, all of us, or humanity as a collective, have an orange ray overlay because that is the exact thing that we are trying to uh, process. And so that mirrors that you talked about was so, so well is this is the cosmos. This is kind of the karmic law of responsibility that's basically taking our head and, and assertively, compassionately, but definitely putting it right in front of a mirror a mirror that we can no longer start looking around. We have, we have to look at it and deal with it on ourselves. So I just wanted to offer that as a, a affirmation of your great presentation and some of the other things that Ross says. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's definitely one thing I'm noticing in my life right now at this time um, happening more and more is definitely the whole mirroring thing. Like I said, a lot of things that I haven't done within myself is not starting to be reflected back to me. Um, so that's kind of like, pushing me to, hey, you need to balance this. You need to get this figured out. Anyone else have any questions or comments or anything they want to share? Maybe you're experiencing some of the stuff 
Marcus, I, I really enjoyed that too. Um, and I, in, in following what you and Doug just said, I mean, I, I wanted to just bring up the idea of wholeness that anything that we have not been able to look at because of fear, you know, maybe so young in childhood, we, we couldn't deal with it or we're in overwhelming situations. We have that as a fragmentation and part of moving on in wholeness is all these parts of ourselves have to come with us and and can't be left behind. So that kind of motivates me to, you know, if I have a projection it, as within, so without, it's there for me to see it, you know, and work on the integration because I I can't move on and participate in fourth density without all all of me going and that always encourages me. And I had a question. I don't know the uh, QUO quo. How is that name related to Ra? Or can you help me understand that a little bit? I'm not that familiar with it. Absolutely. So um, when the the original three stopped channeling Ra, they, they pretty much they were the only ones who met the qualifications to channel Ra because Ra is a, a higher six density social memory complex. And so their contact is a lot harder to pick up on. And so when the channeling ended with Carla, Don, and Jim, um, this kind of principle was formed by Raw with the help of a fourth density social memory complex, as well as a fifth density memory complex. They all came together in order to allow the channeling to continue. It's kind of more like to allow a step more step down contact. And so Quo is a principle that consists of um, Hatan, who is fourth density, that tweet who is fifth density and raw who is sixth density. And then there are also other social memory complexes who kind of come in. But. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I um, definitely on the mirroring and, and you get to a point to where I was, I think what I heard Doug say, just you can't look away from it. I mean, you're forced to, I mean, you just seem like, it's right there and you're aware of it and you work with it. The, um, and then the telepathic part, I just had to chuckle. I says, well, maybe that's, you know, my husband gets frustrated with me because I've finished his thoughts or his sentences before he's gotten them out. And I can tell him, no, I'm just telepathic. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> if that works. Um, the one puzzling thing for some reason that I got caught up on a little bit is why why do we reject or resist the fourth density light what's happening there uh, i don't know why so the rejection of it is primarily like you know what was emphasized by quo is that this light carries a lot more truth and so a lot of people are rejecting it because we don't want to face the truth within ourselves or the world and so a lot of people are kind of rejecting this light and turning away from it because for so long, we've had the comfort of hiding behind third density light, of hiding behind the truth, like I said earlier, of hiding behind our facades and which we no longer have that luxury anymore. And so people are having to go from hiding to facing. And so that's causing a lot of, you know, like I said, rejection and internal um, disharmony. If I could add to that, the third density light and love is is made to order for separation. 
that's because we have the veil and it's not a bad thing. It's not bad to learn individuation. That's part of our task. But in so doing, we can strengthen thought forms, collective thought forms that um, exacerbate the ethos of separation. And then we can end up hiding and disintegrating our own inner lives without even knowing it. Because the very zeitgeist or the worldview that we operate in is one in which is already fragmented a lot. <laughs> so I, the way I understand is this love and light is coming in. And I'm not, it, it, I guess it could carry some kind of vibratory thing of truth, but the way I understand it is that it comes in and um, it's more dense. It's a, a higher density. It's more dense, full of love and light. So what we, it activates the truth in us, but that can be pretty shocking. So I'll give you one example that could be shocking for you. It's not just the fact, let's say that I, uh, don't want to anymore scapegoat other people, you know, but we often do. We want to we scapegoat other people. So that's a hard thing is to hold in what the shadow that I am projecting on that person is inside me. That's one way to look at it. That's one truth that gets uncovered. Another truth that gets uncovered is I've seen this a lot in my counseling uh, practice um, is when somebody and i've done it myself too when somebody forgives me without any conditions or if somebody has done something where they feel like there there's no way they deserve forgiveness and maybe somebody else has forgiven them but they cannot forgive themselves they will not forgive themselves and or maybe you offer them a a, a genuine compliment and they can't receive it so it's almost like they're they're spending their their life with the eyes closed and then when the light of love is opened up in their dark room it's so bright that they want to close their eyes cuz the eyes burn you know the eyes burn whenever that light comes in and that's how we can reject it it's it's because the intensity of the experience of honesty and the invitation of disintegrated things to go to integration is so intense that it can burn the same way our eyes burn when we go out into the sun after being indoors all day. So I'll just, I'll leave it at that because I think that um, maybe can help a little bit explain some things there. It was very well said. And then of course the experiencing of the heaviness and the tiredness and, you know, that happens as well. Oh, yeah. Especially for the people who are more sensitive um, to these energies. They're the ones def definitely taking a lot of the grunt on that. Right. I mean, you know, you, you go to nature, to nature, the first and second density being nurtured, but there is also, um, for a lack of a better choice of word, there is also still pain and heavy energy there that, you know, you can encounter. Um, it's not a lot, but it can be there too. So to add to all that. Right. Marcus, I like the part about the DNA, changing the DNA. And I, um, a friend of mine was telling me about, uh, she was saying, you know, really now we all, we have um, imaginal cells, like a second set of DNA. And she, 
talked about caterpillars, you know, carry two sets of DNA. And uh, after the cocooning process, you know, the, the, the butterfly DNA comes online. And it reminded me of, um, of that, you know, that we carry, we carry this ability to move into fourth density already somewhere in our DNA and, and it's being activated too now. Um, so that was, that was neat to see that in, in the raw material. Thanks, Dan. Ready? Were there any more questions or anything else you wanted to share? I, I would love to ask, uh, Michael, how is this hitting with you? You're you're a very deep guy, metaphysical guy, and how how was? Um, but you're kind of new to the law of one. Is this was it resonating with you? Uh, yeah, completely. Uh, and I've been hesitant to um, to really speak up. Uh, you know, one is that I don't want to make this about me, um, but just to share my experience and to thank uh, you, Demarcus, for illuminating a lot of what um, I have been feeling and picking up on. Uh, for a while now, um, one one especially is the the feeling of tiredness and heaviness. I have said to my um, my doctor for the last couple of years that I I don't know what's going on, but I can't explain it. But it's it's a sudden drop in energy and strength, and um, and it affects me almost um, all the time, and. I uh, I wouldn't call it being tired. It would be just like I'm I'm physically weighted down, so that even when I go for a walk or try to to move, I can't move as fast as I used to. It's it's a very strange feeling, and I was owing it to you know I've been looking at what what could be causing it, um, including the possibility of one medication that I I take, and he said, well, it won't. It won't hurt if you stop taking the medication. So why don't you do that? And it it'll take only about a week to get it out of your system. Well, guess what? No change. So this really helps me understand about what could be going on. The other um, is the the telepathy. Wow, I've got that in spades. Um, and then also healing. I um, the first week of April, on my way down from Seattle to Los Angeles, I drove so I could um, spend a month and take my dog. And uh, the very first morning uh, in the new town, I was in Medford, Oregon, and, and checking out of the hotel, and I rolled my foot, and I fractured my fifth metatarsal. And um, there was swelling and pain and discoloration and the whole shebang. And I was able to get through just power through it until I, I got to Los Angeles two days later. And then I went to urgent care and it was confirmed that I had um, what's called the Jones fracture. And it it's in a place where the foot doesn't get much blood flow. And so it usually takes about three months to heal. And I did the same thing to the other foot in 2008, exact same place in the other foot, exact same name, a Jones fracture. I was in a boot for three months and I was on a knee cart for two months. Anyway, um, I went to, uh, getting back to Seattle, the first time I could get an appointment with my, with an orthopedic doctor was just almost two weeks ago now. And I gave up the boot like only after about three weeks because I wasn't having any discomfort. 
Um, and I was being careful, you know, not being foolish and, you know, no jumping jacks and such. But um, they took an x-ray and said, you are way ahead of the curve and said, given the fracture and where it is, usually it takes three months to heal, but I was only five weeks into it. So, you know, that's just even another one. So anyway, there you go. <laughs> so thank you. It's all very cool. And, you know, what's, what's been wonderful uh, for me is to have, ex I'm new to this, but none of this is a surprise to me. It all just completely resonates. And um, so, again, thanks Mark to Marcus for sharing. My pleasure. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, that was definitely one of the, the reasons I felt the creator laid this on my heart is, you know, everyone is experiencing, none of us are being spared from this fourth density light. And a lot of us are going through things, like you said, Michael, you know, it's, we just can't figure out what it is. And so, you know, a lot of it is a either influenced by or a direct result of this fourth density light. And so that was definitely why I wanted to bring that to light. No pun intended. Something else that I'm really finding that's true is a lot of people are are wanting to awaken to where they were, perhaps maybe even their last life. You know, maybe they've achieved a pretty high level of heart activation, and they they just they decided pre-incarnationally to come in to really work as a midwife to help bring in this fourth density with a lot of intention, and and so you might find people who are normally not really open or maybe curious about such things within the past year or two all of a sudden uh the the rigidity of maybe belief systems that wouldn't have allowed this to come in are falling down melting being deconstructed and now people are really wondering um wow let's look at this more expansive world and i'm getting a lot of people counseling wise that are um, I know I can sense when I'm with them that they and I have some kind of contract <laughs> to help them awaken to where they were before, where they want to be now, so they can be like the boots on the ground right now in Earth's third, fourth density to really midwife that. And it's really exciting in that way. Beautiful. I'm glad you brought that up. Um so a third of our population currently are people who are dual activated. And so these are people who graduated third density, but have chosen instead of moving on to fourth density to kind of come back to Earth's fourth density and help usher in fourth density. And these are people who have graduated from third density on other planets, as well as people who have graduated um, on Earth recently. And so I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of those people that you mentioned are those people. Um, that are kind of, you know, like you said, the midwives, their sole purpose for coming back to third density, even though they graduated, was to help usher in and to kind of reawaken to how they even got to fourth density in the first place. Uh, yes, I see Shay, or Shay has a question. Yeah, hi, Demarcus. It's uh, Shay. And um, I just want to jump on real quick and say thank you so much for this presentation. It's so like you did a great job and it's so needed to this discussion is so needed Thank and you. that um here you're welcome um i relate and experience i'm relating to and experiencing everything we're all talking about here and i think it's just a matter of you know greater discernment and clarity as we continue down this path and um it's always like i know i get it 
from a higher level, but it's always wonderful to always, you know, connect with a group like this too, and just be reminded that you're not alone and all of this kind of um, wonderful craziness that is going on on the planet right now. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. But that's all. I just wanted to say thank you and that um, I'm really enjoying this discussion. Thank you, Shane. You're welcome. We are not alone. We are here together. <laughs> yes. It's about five two. If um, and no one else has anything, we can go ahead and wrap up. Well, let me just, I wanted to check. We have a new person, uh, Clara. I'd just like to introduce Clara. Um, she is somebody that I've met recently. She saw me on the Bat Gap uh, thing, and so she reached out. And uh, this is your first time, Clara, so welcome. Glad you could join. Uh, did you have any comments or thoughts to, I know the Law of One is a new thing for you, but you're an old soul. So do you have any thoughts there? So I kept hearing the word truth, and I was thinking, yeah, the next time I want to know the truth, I'm going to go look in the mirror and ask the truth. But that just happened to me this morning. I meditate on Zoom um, every day at 630 with a group on the online meditation chapel. And before I even clicked on, I knew a certain facilitator was going to facilitate. And she bugs me. And um, I went through this thing where I forgave her and everything. But then I actually asked myself why she bugs me. And it was because she's too controlling. And then the answer came right back that I was controlling. So it was like, you know, if you ask the truth, the truth comes back to you. So that's what I was thinking when he was talking. Thank you. Thank you and welcome. Um, 